Hello, welcome to the Artist Scientist Podcast by Flowverse, where we discuss the overlaps of music and technology creation. I'm your host, Alexis Douglas, a music technology enthusiast. Our recording is on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations on Turtle Island, also known as Vancouver, Canada. Today, the Artist Scientist is a radio host for one of the longest running LGBTQ radio shows in Canada called Queer FM. And she's the host of the Urban Renewal Project, which serves up a healthy dose of hip hop. She's also one of Vancouver's top DJs. Without further ado, it is my pleasure to welcome Denise Fraser, aka DJ Denise, to the Scientist Podcast Show by Flowers. <laughs> yeah, I hope you've had a, a nice morning. Yes. Yes, it's been great. Uh, Vancouver is beautiful. Oh my gosh, we got some great sun. Summertime. Well, it's almost. <laughs> Alrighty, I'll just get right into it. First question. Uh, how long have you been involved in the Vancouver music scene? Oh my gosh, I have been involved in the music, uh, Vancouver music scene for over 20 years. I started DJing back in uh, 1999. And yeah, if I think of <laughs> first uh, DJ event. It was actually super funny. Um, it was at the uh, Minaru Skate Park in Richmond. Okay. And I was asked to bring sound and music and like just rock the crowd. So I had no idea <laughs> what that meant. So I basically just grabbed my dad's speakers and a couple of turntables and like my my vinyl records and I hooked it all up like oh yeah my and the amp as well I needed the amp to make the sound work you know yeah and, yeah and then a DJ mixer that I had I actually had um uh I, I had it on consignment from Long and McQuaid okay so yeah like I I'd seen what other DJs had done before and I was just like I could do this <laughs> and, nice. yeah I just threw it all together and uh I didn't really know what I was doing but from there, that's where my, my DJ career started, like just right. taking and putting it all together myself. And like, you know, the, the old school sound was basically just an amp and like a little piece of uh, copper wire to right. connect, <laughs> yeah, connect yeah. the amp. So it was a super simple setup, but I don't know how, but I, I rocked that uh, Minaru <laughs> like skate park. It was- uh, right. You got it all cool. connected, figured yeah. it out, you made it work, yeah. and you brought the party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went onwards to become one of Vancouver's top DJs. Yes, that was, yeah, those were my early days. It was amazing. You know, um, I was always interested in um, the like newest music, always, I wanted to be on top of it. Like, you know, going out there and finding out yeah. the new releases and the underground artists. It was always like, nice. such, yeah, super key to all of that. You know, I wasn't old enough to go to the, the concerts yet, but I was always reading the magazines and making sure I knew what was what was awesome <laughs> and what was going on in the in the uh, in the world of music. But yeah, yeah, those those are my early days. Okay, well, I guess then that like segues into like question number two. Um, what excites you most about learning a new piece of gear? Yeah, like so, so thinking about that first mixer when I picked it up, like just going home and you know making things work you know like when you yeah. slide fader over to the left and all of a sudden sound comes up and you you know slide the other little yeah. knots around and find out what like maybe you get a low pass filter sound or whatever it is it's yeah it's a, just to yeah tinker around and even like there wasn't as much youtube videos and tutorials back in 1999 so 
a lot of hands-on and mentors were a big part of like how I learned, um, yeah, how to work with sound and stuff like that too. So yeah. And it was, it was wonderful that my dad was really into, um, his, his record collection and his sound system as well. So I would watch how he put it together and follow in like how, how that all, you know, worked and, you know, um, music technology has changed so much since back in those days too, right? Like the connectivity is exploding. So many options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess, um, yeah, you're talking about like when you're like, you're like turning that fader and it like does a thing and you're excited that it does a thing. There's like, there's definitely something that's really satisfying when the thing works yeah. <laughs> the way you wanted it to. <laughs> exactly. For sure. And yeah. yeah, I guess it's fun always learning new yeah. things. Oh, so it's so fun. And it's especially when I like started learning about microphones too, like just um I first started off just by using a DJ mixer and plugging a microphone into that. So right. as soon as you maybe you like turn it up too loud and then you get that that hiss or the big um feedback sound, you're like, okay, that's not that's not a good thing. <laughs> Um, well then I guess like that's how you, um, started learning how to DJ, um, from your perspective, where do you see like the next generation of music going in regards to evolution and music Mm. technology? Yeah, I was thinking about this really long and hard and, you know, the, the next generation of music is definitely like going very digital. Um, and, you know, it's, I think it's going to be even simpler for folks to learn, not as hard as, you know, back in our days when right. we had to learn all the like, technical <laughs> details and, you know, exactly well, if you don't plug this in properly or have it tied in or <laughs> tight enough that it's not going to work. Um, yeah. Like I feel like the, the digital realm is going to take over and like, for especially for DJing, like everybody's a DJ now. You can have your Spotify list and be playing your music, and yeah, it's also like lighter because you don't have to carry it on the crates of vinyl. Yes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Other thing I was gonna go to too, because like there's no around all this vinyl or like two turntables. Nobody does that anymore. Like <laughs> I, I know my even my children, they don't even know what turntables are. They only know because I have them in the house. Like okay. if they, <laughs> they would they would have no idea how they worked. Like, I'm sure their friends would be like, what is a turntable? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. So like the next generation is going to be more digital and um, their setup will be lighter. Yeah, and so much simpler. You could probably- YouTube videos (laughs) to teach you how to do it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) YouTube, know how to use your cell phone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Well then, um, yeah, I guess we'll segue into our next question. Um, as a DJ, uh, can you share some tips, I guess, for like the next generation or a story about, uh, how you get into the flow state for DJing? Yes. I, I love this question actually. You know, I spend a lot of time listening to music and it's, I'm just amazed by all the different combinations of sounds. Yeah. And yeah, especially like during the pandemic, I've been playing around with like different genres of music and, okay. you know, yeah, different beats and stuff like that. So, and creating my own beats too, which is fun. So, 
just being able to blend all these sounds together and like make them sound good <laughs> is, <laughs> is a fun, you know, uh, flow state that I've noticed I have gotten into. And okay. Uh, yeah. The, and the definition I know I was looking into is like being in the zone basically and shutting yeah. everything. Right. And yeah. yeah, when, you know, so if I'm at a gig and I was, I'm in a flow state, like not too many things can interrupt what I will be playing next. Unless somebody is like, Oh, I have a suggestion like for a next song, but I'll be like, hold that thought. I'm going to continue <laughs> what I'm doing here. Um, and I will, I might add that song later, but yeah, it's been funny when I had a great person, like a person give me an analogy, um, you know, like when an artist, like an artist who's painting a, you know, canvas, yeah. you tell an artist to change the color while they're in the middle of their, you know, their thought or their, you know, their process. And that's, I think it's similar with DJing because a, a, a DJ gets in the zone and they really are thinking about the next song and how the blend or the blends of each like right. beat, everything is coming together. So when you interrupt them and ask them for, you know, your favorite song, like it might not mix. Right. <laughs> right. I guess that's like one of, I guess, um, a benefit when you get to like doing like the DJ shows where it's just your show on the stage and yes. um, yeah. And no request allowed. <laughs> you're like, nope, this is my set. This is what it is. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Cause right. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> right. So true. <laughs> All right. So then I guess, yeah. You, like the for getting in flow state for you, I guess it's like uh, spending a lot of time like listening to all the stuff, find what yeah. like, and then like yes, yeah, yeah, because like, yeah. uh, just having present, like mm. or I guess like focused attention onto your decisions. Yes, yes, exactly. Because you, you, yeah, yeah, I might need to explain a bit more too because entering. A space to DJ, you get a vibe from all of the faces and right. um, even the room. You get an L, like you get, you feel, you just right. feel elements. Yeah. And yeah, since you've been taking in so much music, you just want to like. It's almost like painting the room with with sounds, mm. you know. <laughs> so I I feel that every time I walk into a new space and like, especially the 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 um the energy of all of the the people that are in the room. It yeah. brings whole, yeah, a whole vibe. Okay, cool. All right, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna go into our uh, last question here, which is, uh, what are your thoughts about using motion for music creation? Oh yes, so yes, I, I think it's like a wonderful device, and you know, um, music and motion they go hand in hand. I really wanted to make sure to say that. Um, and when I thought about this question too, I thought of the dance floor, first of all, right. um, there's so many people moving around and they're moving at different, you know, different rates and speeds and doing all kinds of different things. And I was just thinking, um, I was wondering if there was like every person on the dance floor has a cell phone also. So yeah. I was like wondering if it was possible to connect the, the, you know, the, the motion somehow to, to create or, um, like change the sounds like just with the movement of how folks were moving 
I'm, mm. I'm not sure possible. I'm just thinking outside the box, but, yeah. uh, and possibly every single person could hear like a different sound because of the way that they're moving. Like if they, you know how they have the silent disco? Right. Yeah. And everyone, there's like the little <laughs> FM thing. So yeah. you can have like four DJs and like everybody's dancing, but you can choose yeah. which DJ you feel like at the moment. Right. And then you're just like looking at it and it's silent, but then everybody's yeah. dancing differently because everyone's listening to different music at the same time. But we're all hanging out together in the park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, that would be amazing. Like if the, you know, the minimo or the motion could be adapted to kind of tap into one of those frequencies. And then it's almost like everybody's listening to a different song. Like even the DJ doesn't even know what you're listening to because you're controlling it with your, mo- with your movement, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would like a mass midi mo jam. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> with everybody dancing in the circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I guess it maybe be a circle, maybe it wouldn't be a circle. The space. Yeah. Space. Yeah. The space. yeah. I don't know. I'm way out of the box, but I was thinking because everybody does have Bluetooth and there's gonna be yeah. a way. <laughs> right. yeah. Like how many mini modes <laughs> connected? <laughs> yes, yes. Music for a mass yeah. experimental jam. So here for it. But yeah. <laughs> I that sounds that sounds neat to see if it yeah. what would happen. <laughs> Alrighty. Um well I guess that uh that that sort of like wraps up the last question. So um I guess can you tell us about uh some of your projects that you're currently excited about? Yes, well, I'm continuing to produce and host my two radio shows. Uh, okay. So Queer FM, yes, is on Tuesdays, um, 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. on CITR. Um, okay. Yeah, and then also Urban Renewal Project is also on Tuesday from 10 p.m. Okay. till midnight for Co-op Radio. So, uh, yeah, like I, I've been recording um, podcasts at home and speaking with artists from all over the world, actually. Okay. And also, yeah, like keeping keeping everybody up to date on what's new in the LGBT music um, and like urban music scene around Canada as well. Um, Well, yeah. Thank you very much, Denise Fraser, for talking with me on this Art Scientist podcast show by Flowbirds. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to the Art Scientist podcast. We regularly post new episodes on all major podcast platforms. Make sure to follow on your favorite podcast app. The Artist Scientist podcast is conversations with various music artists and technology enthusiasts on topics related to creative experimentation, finding your flow state, and the future of music. Stay connected with Flowverse on all major social media platforms or visit our website at flowverse.ca. Lastly, remember to download the free Midimo mobile iOS app by Flowverse and enjoy a new music production experience using 3D Motion. Get in the flow with Midimo.